Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Hi, John. Hey, hey. Episode 75. 75. It's a fish. Which is, it's a fish. It's not a bear. It's a fish. It's a fish. <laughs> huh. How do we get here? And I one episode at a time, much like teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recorded matches, mind you. We are teaching, telling the secret sauce behind this. But oh, it's the only way we've been able to oh, keep yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with any kind of regularity. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm glad that we have, and this feels like Indeed. a milestone. This yeah. is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. We've got a big topic today. If we do indeed, I just decided to go for it. Name it. Why magnet charts suck? We're magnet gonna, charts we're gonna suck. talk about magnet charts and how much they suck. Okay, fun fact. I used to think they were the, the bee's knees. So I like, think we all bee. did. I did too. I used mm. one for years. I used to think it was like, wait, maybe it's not the charts. Maybe it's just how I'm doing it. Hmm. And I went through a full revisions. I think this is the second year I've ever no, because no, online. So this is the third year I've not used it. You've not used a behavior chart. Yeah. Yeah, I had one for years, and it's it shifted and uh, I finally abandoned behavior charts Um, and so we're going to talk about that and I think we can also open up the the discussion so you can start thinking about it to being more more about uh, rules or, or procedures that didn't work so well that you've changed okay so I know that for me that's changed so many times okay all right so we're going to talk about behavior charts okay I was thinking um and this is what i used my first year in the classroom of the classic behavior sign where everybody starts off on the green light and it's like a stoplight Mm. and then yellow is is a reminder that it's time to change your behavior and then if it gets on red then there's some sort of consequence so um, most teachers have something like that yeah yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm, in their classroom mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of times there's there's clothespins with the kids names on it or magnets with their number on it and right. they move up or down right. yeah and uh, the more research i've done into behavior management strategies the mm-hmm. more i am convinced um that they are not best practice and that we shouldn't be using them so that's what we're going to get into for me it's not just that it's also just keeping track of it all in such a short time mm. So like, for you, it's a practicality thing it's a, too. It's a both. Like I, I, I feel like there needs to be there, there needs to be some sort of accountability, but also these magnets like that I've showcased is just it. The, it is t- like I only have forty minutes with these kids. Yeah. So do I? I uh, so how do I want to create a system that is not just yeah, not just makes the classroom run well and caring and mm-hmm. but also just runs <laughs> with the time we right have. otherwise like spit like the kids are just going to be wh- wh- twiddling their thumbs waiting for right jason to move his magnet that that makes sense. if your name is jason by the way i am so sorry but <laughs> that's I'm always just, your bad kid well because i've been tired of being called john the bad <laughs> kid so yeah, kinda, little johnny little johnny oh, like, little johnny no no we gotta find a new one jason <laughs> apologize jason but yeah it is what it is that is funny i don't i don't think i've ever <laughs> How'd you explain why your bad kid is Jason? There we now go. I know. Origin story. I also don't think I've ever taught a Jason. Oh, I've taught a couple. They've never been terrible kids, though. That's, no, that's, a, that's not that's true. The best I have part. taught a Jason. It's been a while, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I so magnets. Yeah. Though, okay. I have a problem with them. Okay. But I. Didn't, so why? Yeah. Why do you? I didn't start having a problem with them until I had my own kids, mm. and I realized yes my own biological children and i realized how 
much shame was attached to the magnet mm. being moved down. Expound. Well, I, Do you have a narrative? Sure. Um, I don't know at this point because it's been a while. Sure, okay. I don't know at this point if I can attach a specific memory to it, but I do have a recollection of like, um, uh, of one or both of the boys being upset because their magnet got moved down that day. And it was never, um, it was never framed as a, like, I'm going to take responsibility for my behavior. It was shame. Yeah. It was just full shame. Um, and, uh, and it just superseded anything positive that it could have, that could have happened in the day. And then also in talking with my friends who have kids um i'm thinking in particular of one who has a kindergartner this year and he is a very typical wiggly little boy um and he ends almost every day getting picked up from school by mom and having the teacher basically be like um you know she's she starts out how was your day and he's and he looks at her good and then the teacher will be like no (laughs) you need to tell her what you did and then how sad is that you know yeah 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 so Mm -hmm. that's that's when i started really reevaluating like is this effective is this um is this creating the environment that i wanted to create is it getting the message across and is it making my room a safe joyful creative space sure and i just didn't think so and i had it to where like i had all the kids have a number you know Mm -hmm. and so i would just take a picture of where the magnets landed then there's my citizenship score and so it was was pretty easy for me and then i had one kid reset at the end of class i had procedures mm-hmm. but i just no longer see it as a good thing yeah um i remember my first year i had some sort of diminutive element to it and i also mm-hmm. actually know that's not true i had it for, for until the magnets were done um kind of yeah similar like i tried to create a good way of explaining it's not so much that you are a bad person you are mm-hmm. moving out of, you're just making the group you're you're affecting the group in mm-hmm. doing so so this is yeah so but it doesn't matter if you explain it. It still is in the end. You are mo- you are walking over to that board yeah, to move that magnet. Yeah, you are moving that magnet. Yeah, because right. like I'm not going to move too much time lost. But like <laughs> the kid yeah. moved the magnet. Right. But also, I, I think another thing that broke me was um, my hardest cohort right now is well, no, my hardest cohort I've ever taught is currently in fifth grade. Okay. And um, I. They, they they just were very mature for their age and some not but like, mm-hmm. like but they recognized what this was and so on occasion when if the class was like, was hectic enough they knew the class was hectic enough they can get away with it just moving magnets wherever they wanted to yeah and not so much like moving magnets back just like wherever right create chaos yeah that kind of reminds me of how my number 20 sit spot disappeared a couple weeks ago (laughs) no idea where it went Uh, yeah (laughs) so because of that and also because i'm using more instruments because like as i mentioned in my first in the first episode we y'all interviewed me Mm -hmm. i had nothing (laughs) and so now that i have instruments that if they aren't able to properly use them then they're placed away Mm -hmm. or that's that's the consequence yeah they aren't able to participate yeah for a short period of time um but they can prove they can showcase that they can go back yeah their their body is calm and they're ready to come back Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the thing um instruments have been a huge aid towards that movement and I'm still trying to find a way of using, like, because like for lower graders they don't use like. Well, sometimes we, they don't use instrument; they just sing and they move. Mm-hmm. So, what's their response to that? There are methods I have tried that work on occasion, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think because of that element you mentioned about the whole like shame element, I 
yeah. Try to post away for the most part. Well, and I think something that really made me think about them in that in that way as well, uh, like with the shame element, is somebody posted years ago on just some dumb social media site. I don't remember which one. Um, about like uh, you know we we think it's okay to put magnet charts that showcase the behavior of one child to the rest of the class, but uh, we would go on strike if our principal decided to put something like that up in the break room for all of us. And uh, that one uh, made me think. It's like, yeah, we would not do that for adults. That's true. Um, and it also inspired me that year uh, to make myself a behavior chart uh, for the classroom. And I told mm. I told the kids it was just for Mrs. Pridmore. And it was an accountability measure. And they could tell me how I was doing. And uh, some of the kids who had some magnet chart trauma were really into my behavior <laughs> chart. <laughs> so I'm yeah, curious, because I'm guessing you don't do this. Do you still do this now? I don't anymore. It but was it was a one-time thing. How, yeah, how did you gauge that? I'm curious. Like, did, was it a collective element? They said what your end of the day was? It was really interesting. Was, no, they would, they would raise their hand, and they would tell me how I'm doing if I needed to go up or down. And it was really interesting, because they would debate with each other. If somebody was huh. like, I don't think that's okay, Ms. Bridmore, you need to move your magnet down. Another kid was like, she just needed to tell us because we weren't doing the right thing. It was really interesting. And then Parliament was formed. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was very. It was oh, an man. interesting experiment for the year. Yeah. Um, and it was one of my... I did it last year. Um, oh, okay. It was one okay. of my things to try to win everybody back after the sure. pandemic. And because sixth grade behavior was just not good. And But it was really interesting because we were talking... I don't even remember why we were talking about behavior charts. But the behavior charts came up and somebody was like talking to me about their behavior chart from kindergarten they'd gone to a different school they didn't okay, go to our okay. school but they, they remembered it in detail mm. and seven years later like remembered um you know going up and down on what the five Brandon's difference level brain. were yeah huh. and it was clearly not a good memory mm. and uh, i was like that's not how i want somebody to feel when they're thinking about my class yeah seven years later because yeah as we mentioned in the last episode it it Real, well, I say real. Solid classroom management is the rapport you build with them. Yeah, yeah, and a feeling of safety. Feeling of safety. Yep. Yeah. And so, how can we manage the behaviors that we want to see? Uh, how can we um, in- encourage, I should say, the behaviors that we want to see and mm-hmm, help mm-hmm. nullify the ones that we don't without yeah. public shaming? Yeah. <laughs> I, did I tell you about the one that I was trying to create and my VAPA team shot me down for it? No. What was it? Oh man, it was great, but it would never work. But it was beautiful. So <laughs> I okay, want to hear about okay. it. So what it was is it was a school-wide mm-hmm. monetary system. Okay. So everyone gets money for behavior. Money is also taken away for behavior, but like not real money, like school money. School money. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But this is the kicker. On one of my walls, I would have how each of the classes collectively were doing. Uh-huh. And then kids could then invest stock into one of the classes. <laughs> and doing so, they can choose, oh, these, this class has it. I'm actually going to sabotage my own class. Oh, my gosh. So that my, the, it, w- it would have been a great net means of, like, understanding more of, like, outside school. It's terrible. No, but it's <laughs> That's ridiculous. It would it would have been it would have been an experiment. That sounds like the topic of, like, one of those wimpy kids. <laughs> books like that's what that feels like uh uh-huh one one year one year one one year we'll do it there we go (laughs) it's so stupid oh my gosh 
Yeah, I just look back at a lot of things that I did. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where it makes the teacher feel better in the moment to be like, move your magnet down, you know, and it's like, I did a thing. And that's a consequence. And then it's a reminder for me later to follow up with the family. But how does it feel for the student who's walking up to the board? To that's the frank, thing. I never liked it. Yeah, I've never liked it. I've no. never even liking. I, I, yeah, it c- there, there's plenty of times where it made me feel better. I'll be honest. I, I feel sad whenever yeah. I hear, yeah because like uh, I don't want you to feel sad but like you were yeah. you were being a butt in my class and yeah. like dude just stop yeah and so it's, it's a quick that. measure that, that's I felt that way too but there yeah, are sometimes where I understand you're just done with that little <laughs> I think the thing is I always knew that it was never going to solve anything for the long term but mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah so what's your approach now well i have a lot of them for a while i did a whole class approach where it was like i had a xylophone on the board and we started on a high note uh-huh. and then we'd all slide down together and i'm not doing that this you year okay. i i haven't touched it it's okay. still on my board but i have not touched it because it just hasn't felt good mm. now i'm just trying to get better at attaching the consequences immediately to the um to the to whatever the action is and sure. and uh the deviation from what i was looking for and so for example um last wednesday i mm-hmm. had a class that was goofing off and they yeah. um they just weren't engaging with the lesson and uh they were they were being very difficult and uh I was like, okay, well, you know what? I can see that you guys really aren't into this right now, but we do need to do this activity. And so if you need a few minutes to kind of get it together, I get that. But I'm just going to let you know, um, we are staying here uh, and you're not going to recess until we complete this. So if I have to have you guys stay an extra five minutes instead of going to recess on time, then that's what we'll do. How does that work as far as a class that does not bleed into recess time? We don't have, we're, we're very lucky that way i don't i have i have very clear class lines so does your oh wait so like the first class of the day like first class so i would have just gone next door because we only have two classes per grade level and i would have mm-hmm. told miss clements and like hey i need them back they're not going to recess until they do this activity uh, okay, 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 or because okay. um, they would have been an art or uh, or i'll have them sometimes i have recess in the middle of a class and so i'll just be like oh we're just gonna stay gotcha. here yeah your schedule is yeah. different oh. it is my schedule is really different than yours and i see my kids for a lot longer mm-hmm. so i just feel like i have more time to unpack sure. that kind of stuff yeah. but also i have found that if i talk to their classroom teachers um and say, you know, hey, we didn't do this, and so I said they owe me, you know, a certain number of minutes. I need to come to your class here and recess so that we can do that. They're totally on board. Yeah. Totally supportive. Yeah. yeah. And I, you only have to do it once. Sure. To show that you mean business. Honestly, this year, I think I've had to do it twice, maybe. Twice. Yeah. No, for sure, twice. And it doesn't take that long. Usually, just me saying it is enough, but sometimes you have to show them that you mean business. Totally. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it's it just makes sense. It's like we have this academic goal. You're preventing us from getting there. We have to do this as a group. And so I'm going to be taking your free play time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I feel like my consequence is... Uh, so I still use the slider. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my... Mo- it's my um, quantitative gauge, mm-hmm. I guess, for me to see like where the kids were at. And so... If the kids get to a certain point, like that means, I guess, because unfortunately I can't do that with, well, I can, I guess, with recess. It just mm-hmm. means it might coincide with another class. Mm-hmm. So I might have two classes in one and I might have to talk to our CB president about that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but ultimately, like for me, is like, okay, well, that means that you can't sit in, because they, 
you can't sit next to the people you want to choose. Mm-hmm. I choose. Mm-hmm. So um, I have alternate. Yeah. I, I have pulled. I, I have gi- given students the opportunity to sit where they want. I've also pulled away from them. So that's that's been the, the collective consequence, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, moving seats is good. I just make them sit on their number. And I've had a few classes where I'll have the teacher come and double check and make sure they're actually sitting on their mm. real number. Because, yeah, we have a few that won't. Sure. Yeah, it's... That it does, unfortunately, take a lot of time. It does. That's the downside, but... It does. It takes time. Yeah. But it's either you do the, like we said yeah, before... Yeah, the last episode, yeah. Yeah, you front load it, or you, you deal with the, the co- consequences. You run with the chaos. Yeah, you gotta pick, you gotta choose your heart. I'd rather be in control of it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, save yourself the time later. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> My grandmother always said, uh, what is it? Um, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of scrubbing <laughs> when it comes to cleaning. It's like if you clean oh, it up right away, it's super easy. But if it gets like dried and crusty, then you're there putting your elbow grease into it. It's the same with a lot of things. There's this podcast I'm listening to called Politically Asian. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing they're talking about is if uh, they're, t- they're, they're, they're centralized in, in New York and they're talking about the... Um, the uh, new security uh, cameras and that's going that are aiming to be installed in the subway system, and they're saying if the crime had happened, it's already too late. Oh yeah, like that. That's very true. Like if you if you're, if you're trying to uh, have preventative, if you're trying to have issues that react to it, like mm-hmm. it's already too late. Like, yeah. And so I I agree with your yeah 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 it's very true. It? Yeah, my grandma. Yeah, now yeah. it's a prevention is worth a pound of scrubbing. Yeah. That it's it's true. And uh and with kids, you need to have the consequence come immediately. immediately Otherwise yes. it's not effective. If you wait uh, till the next day or even the, the next, next hour. Yeah, yeah. They won't remember. So, oh, okay. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it needs it needs to be right away. I know there are some schools where you don't where you're not allowed to take any recess time at all. Um, with yeah. ours, it's just they're not allowed to sit out and do nothing. Like we used to have kids basically lined up on the fence, and it's like you sit on the fence for five <laughs> minutes and then we had the whole yeah yeah we yeah. don't do that anymore. The thing is, yeah, same at our side, but it's just been confusing what you can do. Yeah, so ours, it's just been really clear. Like they have to be doing something active, and so sometimes we'll have them run laps. Um, right. Sometimes we'll have them do a reflection sheet later. Like a we ha- we have a school wide think about it sheet. I remember back in the, when I was doing you know student teaching for high school, they had, because they were both a physical education and also music because of marching band. Yeah, they had them do push ups. Okay, that would work. It's like I'm wondering if that would. Fall I don't know. The What's I, the point of it? You know, is it just to make them do push ups or? Yeah, but I, for me, actually, I do push ups when I when I get their name wrong. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, so it's like for for kindergarten, it's three push ups. For first grade, it's five. It adds up to each one. I still have my pocket full of nickels. Oh. If I get your name wrong, I owe you a nickel. They love it. Okay. Cost okay. me five bucks a year. That's fair. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. They love it. It does. It does get me active though so i'll bet <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> even know if i can do one <laughs> i can't even do a girl push-up uh, these stringy arms <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe i should be doing push-ups or some sort of you know thing for, they, they always like the accountability on your own they like, do yeah. they do that way you're yeah. i was reading an article um they appreciate an adult who admits that they're not perfect that they're that and also just it breaks the lines of even though professionalism is important mm-hmm professionalism to the degree where it's like where there's a separation uh-huh is, uh, between us and them it's you like, than me <laughs> it's like, it, it feels just no we're, we're people that we're right. both we're both i i know more than you at yeah. this moment yeah 
about certain things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I'm better than you. So like, right. why not just jump into the, into the dirt and yeah. do some push-ups? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's going from that factory model of education with the teacher as the, the expert to the teacher's the guide. There is, a, I mean, I'm not going to talk too long about this, but to those, um, I, I had to do an, a research, not so much a paper, it was a, a former master's program on Ivan Illich, mm-hmm. um, on decentralizing education. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Um, but my professor had, uh, was like, we're not doing an essay, we had to make a video on it. Okay, so as okay. A, it was a lot of fun. Um, anyways, check out Ivan Illich on that very notion. Worth it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you have a link to the video that you made? Unfortunately, it was on my Point Lama email. And oh, you all know what happened to Point Lama. sad. I can upload it actually onto my Mr. Selling email. Mm-hmm. I have the hard copy. So, yeah. Uh, give me a month. It'll be on YouTube. By the time this is released, on YouTube.com slash Mr. Selling. M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. Bonus. Bonus. But, yeah. Yeah. I also... Another thing that tries to make things familiar still is I do utilize the... Incentive system mm-hmm. that the general classroom uses. And so, what is that? Um, classroom money. Or, okay. But I rarely take away. I usually just, you just mostly give just out. praise. Yeah. And if I need to talk to a student, I will talk to a student, and they will lose their instrument mm-hmm. for for the moment. But like as right. far as, I just hate writing a kid's name on the board with a negative. Like that. That's just. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. my did my first year. I was like, mm, ain't doing that again. Yep. You know. Yeah. You know. Well. You I, know. My principal called me out at the time, and it's like, you know what? You're right. Yep. So. Again, with the public shaming. Yeah. 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 Let's not do that anymore. Yeah. There are better ways. There are better ways. There are ways. And again, it goes back to what we were saying last time. Kids are very in their feelings and how they feel will reflect in their behavior. So if they feel bad, they're going to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. If they feel good, they are a lot more likely to make the decisions you want them to make. And public shaming only works if we live in a culture where everyone adheres to it. Yeah, we don't. Even then, it's not a great thing. It's not a great thing, but yeah. it doesn't, I'm saying it doesn't work. Yeah. For the students yeah. you want it to work with, it won't work. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. So, unless, unless, again, the entire culture that they exist. You create in, a little fourth grade class hero is what you're going to create. <laughs> He's um, the cool kid now. <laughs> I mean, that's how social class works. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I utilized uh, now. So my my approach currently, just coalescing everything I've said already. I still use the the, the aggregate four three two one slider scale, mm-hmm. um, and the consequences where they sit. Okay. And the, I get, utilize the systems that their general classroom utilizes so that it's familiar enough, not but it's only for praise. And then anything else, just it's instrument taking away base. Yeah. For the moment, but yeah, yeah I, I think staying away from shame. Even yeah. if your intention's not shame, if the impact is shame, impact it's is not going to get you where you want to go. Impact's more important than intent. That's right. And, ooh, yep. Mm-hmm. With many things. Yeah. Thank yep. you, Natasha, for that one. Connection before correction. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about um, getting a whole class on board because uh, I have a very difficult sixth grade class. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's been it's been rough to kind of win them over and okay. get them to. Get them all enthusiastically on board. That's going to be next year for me. Is it? Yeah. I told you about a fifth grade cohort. It's the hardest one I've had. Yeah. And then when all the puberty hits, it's going to be, it's going to just. It's already started. It's different. Uh-huh. But yeah. it, it, it boils up in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. It really does. They they become young adults. You know, that preteen, yeah. mm-hmm. that preteen, those years, they, they're they very challenging. Another episode, but I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on what you're, if doing a K through eight school 
What would that be like? Well, I have done that. Okay. That was the Catholic school. Another time. Pre-K to eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. It was different. Um, yeah, because like, we're talking about puberty be, and whatnot, so it's a bit, code yeah. shifting is oh entirely different. Oh my gosh, it was really something when I taught pre-K and then walked across the street and taught eighth grade. <laughs> oh, so you had physical... Yeah, that was okay. interesting. So it's a little tiny Catholic school in La Jolla, and it's on three street corners. So okay. yeah, so, so that, pre-K that does... was on one corner, and then the there was lower elementary, and then middle and um, okay, yeah, that would make a big difference in space. Like, yeah, the, it did differentiating where. People but we did are. assemblies together. They all knew each other. It's sure. a very small school. It's like sure. two hundred fifty kids total. Really, yeah, really Ooh. small, really, Grad- really small. It was an graduating interesting class job. of ten. It was very small. Yeah. It was really interesting. I learned a lot, and I'm really grateful for my experiences there. But yeah, we can talk about that another yeah, time. Yeah. But so whole class yes, though. Whole class. So um, I've just been kind of. It comes down to about five kids that um, are really uh, checked out. They're. I think they're. I think what it is is they're just really self conscious, and they are not willing to do anything mm-hmm. that might make them look. Yeah any kind of way in front of their classmates yep. and it's i mean even even simple instructions like okay guys let's all stand up and there's always like two kids that won't stand up and it's like i cannot proceed with this lesson while those two are seated <laughs> because there's no chairs in my room yeah and they will get stepped on and there's your consequence it's now a <laughs> trampling yeah right <laughs> Let's re let's reenact. No, the Jonathan, of Simba physical Mufasa. safety is priority number one. <laughs> yeah, and, and and they will dig their heels in about stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not standing up. And so I've just decided, and and their classroom teacher is on board with me because she's having the same issues. Um, I have a list that I've given her of the kids that I know really enjoy music class mm-hmm. and want to be there, yep. but they might be afraid to volunteer to do stuff in front of those mm-hmm. other guys because okay. then, you know, they'll get made fun of. And so I told her, Hey, I have some special things that I want them to learn and I'm going to feature them at the concert or at the, at the district VAPA festival that you're putting together. Um, and, uh, and so anytime that there's, any kind of you know space in the schedule or maybe you need to do a small group with some other kids can you just send like a couple over and maybe like say it not under your breath but be like hey miss pridmore said she wanted your help with something can you go over there and just every day have like two or three and so i've had big kid helpers come for like 15 minutes at a time to Mm. all my little kid classes and also what was really cool i did not plan on this i came back from lunch with my first graders and there were seven sixth graders waiting outside my classroom and they said hey we wanted to know if we could practice during lunch that's awesome that's always the best it's the best Mm -hmm. i was like well i have first grade right now but why don't you guys play for them and so i brought them in and they gave a little mini concert and it was so good it was good for them for the sixth graders and it was really good for the first graders it's always good for when upper graders showcase themselves in the lower graders yeah it's always good yeah that was that was a really beautiful moment that that was a nice bright shiny and so i'm just like i'm just for my own feelings i need to elevate it and it's like you know being in the classroom and trying to dig in with you know all of my behavior strategies they're not working so what can i do to get outside that box so that's what i'm doing right now i don't know i'll I'll keep you updated on how it continues to go so far it seems like it might be working have you ever had to win over a really hard class like that and how did it go Looking back into my memories. Yeah. I mean, I know you've last, had challenges. Yeah, I've had challenges. last. I, so specifically for the too cool for school element, 
Um, cause that's what seems like you're hitting. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, we're there. Last year was tough in that regard. They're a great bunch of kids. They're mm-hmm. just, they were so apprehensive to showcase themselves. Mm. Um, I also one year. Yeah. The, the other time was just early in my, my career. So it's hard for me to really think cause I just wasn't really doing great curricular things I mm-hmm. in general but I, I, you were I vo- an overwhelmed early teacher oh I was overwhelmed early teacher. yeah yeah um, plus also doing a master's at the same time yep um, <laughs> I think about I like what you're doing because I'm really a huge fan if you want a turtle to get out of its shell you don't knock it on you can knock it on the shell <laughs> come, will come out or you can draw it out <laughs> mm-hmm so the question is, how are you going to draw them out? Leave I, it a piece of lettuce. Indeed, yeah. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. Either you toss them into the boiling pot, or you give them a piece of lettuce. And mm-hmm. so, my my dad used to share this uh, this um, Aesop esque kind of you know proverb whatnot mm-hmm. about a cl- uh, the cloud and the sun. They were tr- they're trying to compete against each other, trying to get this man who had a jacket on. As mm-hmm. like they said. And the cloud says, I bet I can get that guy's jacket off. <laughs> so he starts mm-hmm. blowing, you know, like wind so hard. The harder he blew, the guy held on to the jacket. And it's like, my turn. Mm-hmm. And then it just sh- shined. Mm-hmm. And the warmth made him get the jacket off. That's, that's good. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it just reminds me, it's like, okay. I really like that. Yeah. How are we going to force them off? We can definitely, the jacket will fall off if you keep on blowing hard enough. Yeah. Other things might fall off as well. <laughs> but it's like. True. How are you going to draw them? So the fact that you're show, uh, you're like giving praise to these kids mm-hmm. to the point where hopefully the other kid, uh, not everyone, but hopefully more kids will want to aggregately want to be praised as well. Yeah, because I yeah. do like I I know you agree with this fully, but all kids are artists. Yeah, and it's just students just feel apprehensive about their art. They do, and I see them so little. Yeah, that. I do what I can, and I'm mm-hmm. out there at recess, and I'm out there at lunch, and I try to catch them before and after school. Sometimes you've got somebody who just doesn't want to learn from you, and yeah, that's and, and that is a choice that they can make. Mm-hmm. And that's not you. If they just not, don't want to learn. It's not again. Yeah, they are not giving me a hard time. They are having a hard yes. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Uh-huh. I used to take every little Same bit of that personally. Here. And Same you just here. can't. You won't last in this job if you do. And also, it's just not true. It, it, it's true. It's not that, true. That, that, even more so, it's just not true. It is just not true. <laughs> not about it's you. It's not you. And the only thing you can control is your own behavior. And the environment that you have control over. Yeah, sure. Like, you can't take, you can help move the things around. You can Mm -hmm. move their spots around. Like, those are things you, but yeah, you don't have control over their emotions. No. Never will. Never. Yeah, I learned real quick after I became a mother that you can't make anybody eat or sleep (laughs) anytime you want them to. (laughs) You can't make anybody feel a certain way either, but you can provide opportunities for them to join you in Mm -hmm. your feelings. That's co-regulation. The problem is, like, it's hard enough to try to get one person to do it. Now Mm -hmm. you're thinking about the whole classroom. It's It's very hard. It's tough. It's draining. It's, It's what makes our job difficult. And it's also what makes it so interesting. I love that it's never the same thing. It's it's a puzzle to figure out mm. every day. It's just this labyrinth of emotions. I wouldn't mind the puzzle being only 30 instead of 500. <laughs> but, you know, you can't get everything. You know, I think about that sometimes, and I honestly don't think I'd be happy with that. Really? 
Yeah, I really like that I get to to be with so many people. I do too. I think it's really cool. I think that small element is why I get when I have choir, but yeah. choir's getting big. <laughs> I, I know. Good for you. Yeah. For That's for better really exciting. For better and for challenge, yes. That's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel complete. Yeah. I feel this like this good. is a good spot to end. I'm really curious though. Like I I know we keep on it feels almost like not even saccharine. It feels a little poly I don't know. Like seriously, we would love to hear what your thoughts are. Like we would. This is not a crystal me conversation mm-hmm. we could just have the mics off and have this conversation we want to have you so i really. have heard a few of you tell us uh, i had a conversation with somebody at conference who was saying oh yeah i talk back at you guys all the time the- <laughs> <laughs> well talk <laughs> back to car. us via text or like via, like, or send us an email that, we want to hear yeah a, a text-based response yes so but then also if you want to just email we can always read our response or such like we did before thank you for this conversation and if you want to jo- uh, jump in email us we'd love to hear your thoughts Yep. Spicato after the break. Spicato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. And we're back. And we're back and hard left turn. Thank you so much, everyone. Episode 75, I know we were re-riched. Our 75th episode of last week, but hey, why not add a plus one? It's been great fall- having you along. It's been great reading your emails uh, in between the break. We read some emails. <laughs> so it was great. Um, so thank you so much. I really do. Uh, from me personally, I know Crystal as well, but I, I personally just love this community that we've kind of fostered. So thank you so much for all your responses through Facebook, email, whatever. Mm-hmm. What helps us grow? Leave the review. So yep. and talk to your friends. Tell your friend. Tell your wife. Tell your partner, your kid. You know, have your kid also leave a review. Mm-hmm. Why not? And yeah. leave a review five stars. Five stars is the only one uh, offerable. And um, if you want to write down a review, we will read it on air like we did um, two weeks ago with B. Arbra. So please. Um, also, if you're on YouTube or not on YouTube, it doesn't take that much effort to get a YouTube account. So leave, it, <laughs> so, you know, leave us a like. Subscribe. It helps once again this visibility. And what keeps his lights on, as much as we love this, it does help us. If you want to toss a buck our way, we have patreon.com slash chclassroom. We have a lot of different tiers so you can get different stuff from us. If you don't have any money, that's okay. This podcast is available for free as it should be. But mm-hmm. it does help these lights. Thank you. Now. Are you ready for a spiccato? I'm it. really excited about this one. So I got these. Um, they are wooden breathing cards wooden breathing for cards. calm down corners. Okay. And they are from a um, they're from a social media account called the um, the therapist. 
parent or something Therapist like that. Parent. Yeah, and it, they're really wonderful. So they're about the size of coasters. Um, I think you get ten of them, and uh, oh, they're eight. They come in sets of eight, and they're just different shapes. So I don't know if you've heard of like square breathing, where if you you can do this right now, if you've got a free hand, you just draw a square in the air with your pointer finger. Now when we go up, we're gonna breathe in. When we trace across the top, we hold, breathe down, going down, or breathe out, going down, and then hold. That's square breathing. Mm, I do the hand breathing. Hand breathing is another shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with this one, you get a square, a heart, um, a triangle, an infinity sign. I handed you a butterfly. Butterfly. Um, So when I left for conference, um, I left a breathing card on each of my boys' pillows with a note that said, breathe and remember mommy loves you. Um, and I have a stack of these breathing cards in uh, my calm down corner at school. Mm. And I've used them in lessons. Cool. But I wonder what you would do with them. They don't match. They're all unique. They're correct? all different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, what would be cool is part of me feels like, I'm specific since we have the mariposa, the butterfly. The butterfly. It'd be cool if half the class breathes mm-hmm. the hand and through the breathing. Mm-hmm. The people, the other side of the class knows where they are, mm-hmm. and then they breathe out. The rest of the class becomes butterflies around the class. Ooh. And then when they breathe in, they freeze. Wow. Then and then out. move on the out. Yeah. That's a lovely idea. At least that would work with butterfly. I'm not sure about the infinity, but I'm sure there's things you could utilize. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe may, or maybe for the triangle, like for the triangle they are still they, they are a shape they're a pose yeah once they breathe out they become they can shift they can move but they then they yeah we can move back and then once they breathe in they're frozen again yeah yep i like these because they're so tactile yeah they're mm-hmm. actually laser cut right so you they they have a texture so you're supposed to run your finger along the cutout mm-hmm. to breathe in and breathe out so for the butterfly you trace the butterfly's wings and you breathe out hold breathe in hold um and so i showed the whole class how to use them Mm. um when i first got them and i said these are going to be on the calm down desk if you need to go and trace your finger around them then you can do that and you can you can take a breath you can take a break and i've had kids who just need to go put their heads down for a while and breathe and i'm fine with that um but we did we did some activities so i had them um I had them breathe in and out, and then uh, we we did the life cycle of the butterfly with cool. the butterfly breathing one. And I have a butterfly meditation, mm-hmm. so we did like a butterfly mindfulness moment, and it was like it's like two and a half minutes. And actually, it is a video that I will put on the Patreon. Okay. And so there we have it. Yep, I will put my butterfly video for you on the Patreon if you awesome. would like with the script that's meant to be read by the teacher. Cool. Yep. Awesome. So there you go. What would you do? Let us know. With some breathing cards. These are from Generation Mindful. It's genmindful.com. We'll put on the program Wooden notes. breathing cards. Yes. I will make sure that that is there. Yeah. All right, my friend. Round of the week. Round of the week. Round of the week. This one is not a round. It is it's, a partner a song. <laughs> it is not a circle. It's a partner song. So I teach a song of the month. And I do a different song every month, and I try to pick one that I think that the kids ought to know. So we start every day with song. We start our announcements at school with a song. So Monday through Thursday, it's whatever the song of the month is, and then Friday we do our school song. We have a really great school song. Um, So this one is uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is our... um, it is our September song of the month. 
Um, and uh, I wrote a partner song to go along with it. So have you heard of Amanda Gorman's book, uh, Change Sings? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. You did this, didn't you? For uh, the... I did. I presented it to the district music teachers. D- the district chair? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did. So I shared it with our little group. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So uh, I've been teaching this to the whole school. And the goal is to do lift every voice and sing with the partner song that I wrote. And we sing the partner song with change sings. And then we put them together at the end. So we're going to start with lift every voice and sing. And then I'm going to have you sing lift every voice and sing. And I will sing. Um, I am the change. Can you start with I am the change? Because lift every voice things. Some people might know it. I am the change. Sure. No one knows it. Okay, we can do that. It's those are the only words. Is I am the change. Okay. I am the change the world needs. That's it. So it goes like this. I am the change. I am the change. I am the change the world needs. I am the change. I am the change. I am the change the world needs. That's cool. it. So All I right. just take my little ukulele and I play that as we read through Amanda Gorman's book and we talk about what are things we can do to make the world a better place. And I just can't think of a thing that I want in my kids' heads more than I am the change the world needs. Yeah. 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 Yep. So lift every voice. Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies Of liberty Let our rejoicing Rise high as the listening skies Let it resound out as the rolling sea Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies of liberty Let our rejoicing rise High as the listening skies Let it resound loud as the rolling sea Nice. Boom, bam. Boom, bam. Boom, bam. Bit of bop, bop. You know. Boom. That's it. <laughs> cool. I love yeah. it. I love it. Good. I'm glad you do. My awesome. kids like it too. It's really sweet. They go through the hallway singing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe enough for another month. We'll put that up there. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Awesome. If they want to, you know, hear more of your lovely work or want to reach out <laughs> to you, how can they reach out you to you? You can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Mrs.Pridmore. You can find me at crystalpridmore.com. You can see school stuff at the occasional tweet at Finny Vapa. Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on all the socials, be it Twitter, be it, well, for now, be it Instagram. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how wild Twitter gets from here on. Um, it's right now before Thanksgiving, so who knows what's going to happen. But uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, right now I am experimenting with uh, Hive. So if you want to find me on Hive Social, be my third subscriber <laughs> as of uh, the year of our Lord 2022. Two now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as of the past five minutes what 40 minutes we recorded since so yeah hive is an option um also on youtube youtube.com slash mr seligman um you can find us though 
at ch classroom on all the socials um we don't have a hive yet but if you want us to get one let us know um also on youtube.com slash at you need to have the at there at ch dash class that's our new uh link make it just more compressed whatnot but if you want to email us before we email if you want to help us you can always uh, put us on, on patreon.com slash ch classroom or email us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com thank you so much thanks for listening you guys thank you bye, bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com. <laughs>